Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. What's up? And welcome back to the In Bloom podcast. My name is Abby Aslan, if you're new here, and I'm the host of this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about corporate girl essentials. So basically, all the things that products, I guess you could say, that will make your nine to five better. Things I think that are just like essentials. Um, I did like a mix of things that I think are essentials for working from home and working in office. But honestly, most of the products kind of like speak to both experiences. And I'm also just going to be sharing habits, routines, and just general things to do that I think will make your lifestyle as a nine to fiver a lot more enjoyable and better from my experience and maybe you don't have a nine to five maybe you have a nine to six I don't think anybody has a nine to five anymore so maybe we'll just call this nine to six and um maybe you work seven to three maybe you which that's like my dream hours honestly um maybe you just kind of work whenever and whenever work needs to be done I feel you on that one but you get the gist that's basically I'm just using nine to six for the general um, stereotype for the whole corporate world I guess you could say I think a lot of us work jobs and honestly even if you're listening to this and you don't work a corporate job I don't even know if I'm gonna end up putting corporate in the title and if I do it's just for the relatability of the term I guess um, so that I don't know what else to really put so whatever but even if you don't work a corporate job I think that this will be really helpful even if you work like night shift whatever hours you work this sort of is representative of what I think will make your life better and improve your lifestyle if you have a set you know schedule during the Monday through Friday or the Tuesday Saturday whenever you work like if each week you know you have your set times to be at work I think that this will be helpful for you I think that this isn't necessarily something that's going to be super beneficial if you're self-employed because that's a whole different ballpark but i think that this is helpful for those of you who have like a structured job and structured routine with your job um i'm recording this today and i'm now realizing as i'm talking that it's probably not the best idea for me to be recording this because i had to get um two fillings this morning and okay the dentist is low-key a scam not really but like I swear I just don't understand how I get like cavities granted they're like extremely small and I'm pretty sure they just filled them as a preventative measure because like I could barely even see anything on the x-ray they showed me but anyways um I don't see how you can go from like never really having any like I had some when I was younger but I haven't had one in a long time I think I had one a few years ago but it was just kind of like random and I went to a dentist for the first time here in Houston and it had like great reviews. Y'all know I thoroughly research everywhere before I go. Um, And they showed me the x-rays and everything so I didn't think it was sketchy. But I'm just like, how can I go from like having no problem six months ago, the last time I got my teeth cleaned? And I actually, if anything, I take better care of my teeth now because I used to like not be the best about flossing every day, but I've like been pretty darn good about that lately. 
um especially like the last couple of months so i'm just like how do i take better care of my teeth and end up with like needing three fillings like that makes literally no sense to me um so i was like super pissed off and i was also pissed off because originally i was like oh i'm gonna go to the dentist just to get it out of the way during my week off which is this week and then i started thinking and i was like why am i not using my like work week to do this because like i shouldn't be taking time out of like my week off to go like yes to some appointments i understand that maybe take longer but like to go to the dentist and stuff i'm like why am i not just doing this like during my lunch break during a work week because i should be doing that during that time you know what i mean instead of like wasting my free time that i finally have and i was even more mad because it's like now not only do i have to go to the dentist once i have to go three times because i couldn't do all three fillings in one appointment so i got two done this morning and also they were in like really weird spots on some of my front teeth and my whole nose and lip have been numb for like the whole day it's a lot better now but now that i'm speaking because i haven't talked to anybody all day really but now that i'm speaking i'm just like oh wait my lips and my like upper gum still feels really funny because i had to like put the they had to inject the numbing stuff or whatever and just inject my gums in a really weird spot and my heart sank because like i have a pretty high pain tolerance but my heart sank because the dentist was like oh like this is the most sensitive spot to be getting you know like a shot in your teeth so it's gonna hurt a little and i like wasn't anticipating that for some reason so it like really freaked me out i would have rather him not said anything and me just like feel it so it freaked me out and then i got really anxious and yeah but it it was really uncomfortable because i could feel it in like my nose and like my nose is still like numb to the touch kind of which it's just a really weird feeling so now i'm like oh i maybe i shouldn't be really recording this because it feels uncomfortable on my gums but it's whatever we're gonna go ahead and do it because I'm comfy, I'm cozy, and I want to record this. It's, like, super dark outside because it looks like it's supposed to be raining, but it's, like, sunny where I'm at. But when I look out the window, all I see is a dark gray sky. So, super cozy. Got a little kombucha with me. Kombucha's actually not that great. I have the Buddha's Brew watermelon flavor, and I'm not a fan. I just don't think the flavor of watermelon blends well with, like, the vinegariness of kombucha. But, anyways, that's besides the point. Um... But yeah, let's go ahead and get into the quote goal and gratitude for this week's episode. So my quote for this week, I was on Pinterest and I couldn't really find anything and I didn't feel like going on Tumblr because I knew I'd probably sit on there for longer than I should. So I was like, I'm just going to go back to <laughs> 101 essays on change. Wait, is it 100 essays or 101? I don't even know. Whatever. Y'all know the book. Um, essays that'll change the way you think, whatever number it is. I don't know if it's 101, like 101 Dalmatians or if it's just 100. I can't remember right now. Because I just, all I have pulled up is my, um, all of my highlights from the book. But I was like, there's definitely a quote in there that I could share for this week's quote. And I went and found one that I just like thought was good for how I feel right now. And super short and to the point. Um, I finally started reading this book again. Because I kind of stopped reading it for a bit when I was finishing up A Court of Thorn and Roses. And when I read Every Summer After, um, I just like wasn't reading it. And I've been like picking it up and I've been altering off between this book and between book lovers at night. And I haven't read that much, honestly, on this break. I've been so busy because today's Wednesday when I'm recording this and I go back to work on Monday when this episode comes out and the week, like it's just flown by like since I, cause last one, a week ago from today was the last time I like worked 
and that feels like it was like four days ago maybe not seven so it's just like frustrating but it is what it is i'm grateful for the time off regardless but anyways the quote is do not live in the gray area where when answer okay hold on pause restart i just ruined it by not reading (laughs) right do not live in the gray area when answers are available i love this i am totally this person that forces themselves into like unknowns and into just uncertainty and avoids what's right in front of them whether that's emotions and feelings that i'm avoiding feeling that ends up pushing me into an area of uncertainty and indecision because i'm avoiding what i'm feeling um and i also just think this is really good because i think a lot of times when we're scared of change or when we're scared of being uncomfortable we tend to force ourselves into a what what you would call a gray area when there are literally answers in front of us for like how we could fix what we're going through or things we could do to like make it better um or even we're if we're just like avoiding the truth of okay yeah like this is uncomfortable but the answer that's available to me is that going through this is going to be you know what gets me to the next step of where I'm trying to go and everything so I just really like that because I'm definitely the type of person that definitely avoids anything that's like uncomfortable or hard or not necessarily hard but just anything that makes me feel really uncomfortable it makes me experience emotions that I don't like setting with I tend to force myself into a gray area which then forces myself into a state of anxiety and stress and indecision when I literally have answers right in front of me and I know what I need to do to get out of that indecision and gray area but I'm just ignoring it um so I just really like that because I've never heard such a short quote or a quote in general, but one that short, sorry if you just heard Ella yawn, but I've never heard a quote that short that like expressed that thought, I guess, if that makes sense. So I just really like that quote a lot. And my goal for this week is simply to just focus on the freaking good. I have been mentally struggling so, so bad the last week. And normally I can blame it on my period, but I literally can't because I'm like on the week after my period right now, which is normally when I'm like my peppiest and my happiest and I'm just going through it and I am frustrated because I feel like it's something that I should be able to like fix myself, but I, it's just all subconscious for me that's been like ruining my, (laughs) my days lately. Um, I talked about it. I don't know. Yeah. This podcast will go up before the video goes up. But in a vlog that I was editing the other day, I was talking about how um, it was it was literally the first clip I filmed right after I finished like work last Wednesday a week ago. And I was like saying I'm so happy to like be off for over a week and like not have to work. And then the next day I just started feeling really anxious because I was trying to just like enjoy my day. And I was trying and I was I was enjoying my day and everything. But I just had like this like little demon in my head that was just reminding like I couldn't take my mind off the fact that I was gonna have to go back to work on the 11th and it it just kept popping up in my mind when I would be happy and I was like why is my brain like self-sabotaging my happiness right now and why is it taking away from my ability to like enjoy my break and don't get me wrong I've enjoyed my break I have gotten so much done but I've had to do a lot of work for YouTube and stuff and I've been trying to get like super ahead with the podcast with YouTube and everything because I'm going to be out of town the last two weeks of July and then 
the second week of August. So I just know, and I have like a lot of hours the next three weeks when I come back to work on schedule. I don't really know if that's accurate, but in case it is, and I'm having to like work longer days, then I just want to like, you know, kind of be prepared for that for YouTube and everything. So I've been, you know, getting a lot of work done, going to appointments. So I haven't really had any like chill days yet. Um, but the next couple days and everything with my friend comes to visit from tomorrow night, Thursday night to Sunday should be really chill. Cause I'm not going to have any work to do. I'm going to already have the apartment cleaned. I've done all the laundry. Um, and I should truly just be able to like enjoy my time that I'm spending with her and like not really like have to do anything so that I think that'll be good. But because I've been just go, go, go since I got off for like a week, even on the weekend, like except for part of the weekend, part of the weekend was really great because I got to celebrate my girl Sav's birthday, which she's probably listening to this. So had the best time with her and her friends and her family. Um, so I was like really thankful for that. Cause that like forced me to just like have a day of like having a freaking great time. So anyways, enough of that ranting, but basically I am really fed up with my head right now because it's been like ruining my days. And I've noticed it's been worse these like days where Griffin's been at work and it's been like a normal weekday where I would typically be working because I'm just like so out of routine and I'm like oh I'm like in my apartment but I'm not working but I feel like I should be working and I'm constantly being reminded that I have to go back to work because of the fact that I'm not really like doing anything that takes my mind off of work because I'm still technically working on other stuff if that makes sense but like if I would have gone home for like a couple days I wouldn't have been thinking about it because I'd be in a completely different environment. So I think it's an environment thing. Like I'm sitting in my living room right now recording this, but my office during the week is my living room. So I think that's part of it um, and why it's like subconsciously sitting there in the back of my mind. But I'm so fed up with self-sabotaging my time off and ruining it for myself. So in my head, the way to make that better or try to make it better, because a lot of this is so mental and I have such a hard time controlling it sometimes. Um, I want to just focus on the good this upcoming week. I'm recording this on Wednesday and I know y'all are hearing this on Monday, but me saying focus on the good, I mean that for the rest of this week that I'm off. And I also mean it for my first week back to work. Um, and I just think focusing on the good is the best way to get me out of like ruining happy moments for myself because when I'm like oh I'm focusing on you know the fact that I got to wake up this morning and I didn't have to like get on the work and when I'm focusing on the fact of I'm getting to hang out with my dog more I'm getting to like try different workout classes and different times that I typically wouldn't and just getting to you know rest my brain and that kind of thing like just focusing on those good things and the positives is the only thing that's going to get me out of, you know, self-sabotaging my happiness, which it's important for me to, like, recognize that I'm feeling that. I'm not trying to just, like, ignore that negative thinking, but I do need to turn it around. Like, I'm not going to acknowledge it's there and then not do anything about it. I've got to turn it around into a positive thought and turn it into gratitude because that is the only thing that's going to get me out of this. <laughs> so, anyways, my gratitude for this week I am so thankful for my apartment and the reason why I'm saying this is because I feel like I've been not like as grateful as I should be for it and I say that because I've been 
noticing recently because we're coming up on a year of living here and we have like a 15 month lease so our lease is up in early october and it'll be a year living here on july 21st i think so pretty soon and oh my gosh i've, I've been thankful for this, for this apartment for the entire time but coming up on a year i'm like realizing like how like tight it feels with working from home every day and i'm just like constantly thinking like i need more space i need more space i need more space but i'm trying to focus on how grateful i've been for this space at the same time like grateful for the location of it because i'm able to get anywhere that i want to go within like 15 20 minutes max and that's just like a huge blessing living in a huge city that's not very walkable and i'm just really grateful because it's the nicest place i've ever lived in and i so badly do not want to leave it i would resign this unit for sure if we had like a study or something but I just cannot do my desk in my living room anymore and it just it is it just feels really tight like we just need a little bit more space and um I don't know for sure if we're moving out of this apartment like complex in general I'm not really sure what's gonna happen um and it stresses me out a lot to think about moving and that whole process because it's the last thing I want to do especially the time we would be doing it i'm going to be so busy with work from what i can tell this far out so all of that being said it's just really hard because i just don't i don't know it's i'm just trying to express like as much gratitude as i can for this place because i think it's going to help me be in a better mindset as i look for new places and i just think that it's the best way like reminding myself of how much i do truly love this place and how you know much I love it and just like how much I love the home I've made it into focusing on that rather than like oh I feel like I need more space it just makes me feel better at the end of the day you know so I'm just trying to express more gratitude for it instead of focusing on oh I need more space oh I need more space and like rushing to get out of here because I had like this epiphany moment today when I was like parking my car and about to go in my apartment and I just had this thought of like you know this isn't where you're gonna be forever because like it kind of felt like that for a little bit like oh, I'm going to be here for a while. And then now that, like, the lease is coming up on ending, I'm like, wow, this isn't, like, my forever, but this is, like, the first place I got to call home, like, living in a big city post-grad. And I just, like, had to – in that moment, I was, like, I'm really grateful that, like, this is where it was. And I'm really grateful for the fact that I've been able to live so close to, like – one of my best friends and us live in the same apartment building that's been like so incredible and i wish we could be neighbors like forever um but just really focusing on like the gratitude for that that's like a really strong out way for me to say all of that but i really think it's important when you're starting to like feel yourself focus on negatives especially with things that you typically think highly of and things that you typically enjoy i think you just need to reframe your mindset a little bit and you know be like you know what like yes i know that this this aspect of this sucks but like there are so many things to be thankful for outside of that and instead of dwelling on the one thing that drives me crazy and the one thing that sucks i'm gonna focus on like all the good and all the amazing things that i love about this place so that's that so we're gonna do this episode in the order of i'm gonna share products that i think um are essential to your work lifestyle especially if you're an office setting type of person um whether that's a work from home office or you work 
at a school or a doctor's office or a accounting firm, consulting firm, wherever you work. Products that I think are helpful for somebody who's on the go to commute to any sort of place or just anyone who works any type of routine job. So we're going to start out with the products and then we're going to go into the habits, routines, and tips. So I've got 18 products and I've got 11 tips. So products. First and foremost, um, I think everybody knows what I'm going to say right here, If you, especially if you watch my YouTube videos. The number one thing, these aren't in any order, but truly the number one thing I can suggest is a solid work bag. I personally use the base mini work totes in black, and I absolutely love it. It's the perfect size. It fits my work laptop perfectly, um, and I can, you know, put my laptop in it. I have a little pouch that holds, um, you know, like tampons, chapstick, hand sanitizer, all that good stuff inside of it. And I just love it so much. It's like really durable and I can like throw my water bottle in it, throw a kombucha in it and throw, you know, whatever else in it. I have like a notebook in there too. And I just really, really like it. If you want one bigger, you can get the regular size work tote, but it is definitely larger. But I think that having a solid work bag that you can just like rely on to like get all you and all of your stuff from like point A to point B is so essential. And one that like is really just timeless and classic and will work with you know any outfit and will work for years and years and years because you know for a work bag you don't want anything that's going to be like too out there and in your face and you want something that's going to last a long time and just truly work with a ton of different outfits so that's why I love my mini work tote so much um it's truly the best and the next thing is a is shoes in general but two specific kinds of shoes um so first and foremost a comfy white sneaker i don't know what your work attire is like and what you're allowed or not allowed to wear personally i'm in an office that does business casual to the extent of we're allowed to wear jeans and we're allowed to wear sneakers as long as they don't look like a gym shoe or a tennis shoe so like a more nice casual sneaker i guess you could say so a comfy pair of white sneakers which i think is so essential especially if you're having to do a lot of walking um i know like personally when i go to work we typically like will walk somewhere to lunch and i don't really want to be wearing shoes that are uncomfortable when i'm doing that so if you want a really affordable option i highly recommend superga's if you've watched me on youtube for a long time you remember in like 2018 i think 2017 no i don't know when i got them but 2017 2018 era of me on youtube I wore platform Supergas literally every single day. Football games, class, wherever I was going, I was wearing my platform Supergas. I absolutely loved them and I wore them until they literally like started tearing apart. And they really didn't even tear apart that bad. They just got a few little holes in them and just started looking dingy. But I literally wore them every day for over a year and they were in great shape. So I had a thought when I was like, oh, I need a good pair of white sneakers, but I didn't really want to spend a lot of money on a pair. I was like, wait a minute, let me go like look at Supergas because I'm sure they have a really solid pair because Supergas, most of their styles are like a white canvas. So the canvas material is a lot more office friendly, in my opinion, than like any other white tennis shoe because it doesn't really look like a tennis shoe. It's just more of like a, I don't know, the canvas material just makes it a little bit dressier, in my opinion, without being like too dressy and without being too casual. 
And I ended up getting the Superga. I think they're called, um, what are they called? They are the 2630 Co2s, I think. Yeah, yeah. Superga 2630 Stripe White. And um, they're $75 full price, but a someone from the bachelor like that i follow posted a discount code um i think it was rachel whatever her last name is kirk connell um anyways she posted a discount code and i used it and it was like 20 percent off so you can probably find one somewhere um so i got them for pretty cheap like 60 bucks and that's really good for a white sneaker and they're really comfortable and i wear them with some of like the little dresses i wear to work and i wear them with my jeans and like any little work blouse i have um and another pair that you know you may want to look into if you want something even nicer than that and if you don't mind spending a little extra money i still may end up getting these one day because i don't know i just want like a nice pair of leather white sneakers because only white leather sneakers I have right now are my Air Force One mids and I'm obviously not going to wear those to work um but I need some that like work with like leggings and stuff too that's just like a classic white tennis shoe but anyways the on like the brand on um the Rogers that came out are so good I have a few friends that have these shoes for their office job and they absolutely love them they look so clean I absolutely freaking love the look of them they're like the nicest looking white tennis shoe um but they're definitely more of like the 130 150 dollar price point um and they def- they have like different colorways with white but i really like the ones that are just like all white or like the white and sand color and those are a little bit nicer so that's my spiel for a white sneaker but i think they're essential especially for someone who can wear sneakers in your office but if you're somebody who can't wear sneakers in your office or maybe you just want to dress up a little bit more or you just are wearing dress pants and that kind of thing so you need um shoes that match that vibe a comfy pair of loafers is essential and i absolutely love my franco sardo eda loafers i think that's how it's pronounced but it's spelled eda they have a lot of different colors and i think they're around a hundred dollars um i put mine on my christmas list and my boyfriend got them for me but i have like this really pretty um like sand nude blush beige color i guess that's the best way to describe it and they're really really comfy my feet don't get too hot in them i don't have to wear socks with them and they match a lot of stuff and they're just really comfy and i really like them um i love all of franco sardo shoes if you need like a business shoe or boot or heel i have a pair i have that pair of loafers and then i have a pair of like block heels close toe block heels from them and i absolutely love both of them and they sell that brand at like nordstrom and nordstrom rack so you can oftentimes find the brand at nordstrom rack for a lot cheaper but i absolutely love that brand for like a good work shoe if you need something like that because their shoes are really high quality and i feel like like they are like expensive but i feel like they're like a steve madden type of expensive so they're definitely not like what you would spend on at like nordstrom or something on another shoe i don't know um, so I really like that shoe brand in general. And the next thing is a classic dress pant. So I'm putting dress pant and not jeans just because I know jeans probably isn't as applicable. Um, however, if you do want a good pair of jeans, I definitely recommend the Denim Forum Arlo Straight Jeans from Aritzia. A little bit more pricey, but they are 
so good. Um, they're really, really comfy, and they just kind of fit really good. I did get mine tailored to where they were a little bit tighter my waist, but out of all the jeans I have, they fit me the best before I got all my jeans tailored and taken in. So I highly recommend those jeans, but for a classic dress pant, the Zara high-waisted pant is everything. It's so good. It's high-waisted. Um, it's a really nice like leg cut because it's like skinny but not like completely form-fitting but it's there's just like a little bit of room like in the calf area and everything so they're like tight but they're not like skin tight all the way down like leggings um or anything like that because there was a little while I remember like around 2018 when I would like go and look for like cheaper dress pants a lot of stuff I saw like I remember like Old Navy when I would like get pants there and at like Target a lot of the stuff I saw was basically black like skin tight leggings but in the like material of like a dress pant or like jeggings or something and that's fine but like I like I don't like it to be like that I don't know I just like a little bit more of a classic fit (laughs) if you will and I like the Zara high-waisted pants because they're really flattering because they hit it like a really good spot on the waist and I really love them because I didn't have to get them tailored or taken in at all because they fit my waist, but they still fit my hips and thighs and butt without like being uncomfortable. And they're not the, they're really good quality, but I do wish they were a little bit thicker just because they are like, if you are to tuck a shirt into them, like I have a light oyster color and then I have a black pair and the black pair are fine, but the oyster color one, if I'm like tucking a shirt into it and the shirt is darker than the pants, which most of the time it is because they're like an off-white kind of color, Um, you can kind of see like the, not necessarily the color of the shirt, but you can see the outline really easily of the shirt under them. So I wish they were a little bit thicker, but for the price, they're like $45. So they're like the best you can get. I feel like pants, dress pant wise. So I highly, highly recommend those. And the next thing is body suits. So I think body suits are so good for work just because you can wear it like so many different ways. You can throw a blazer over it. You can wear it by itself. You can wear it with a cardigan if you're just cold in your office a sweater whatever and they can just be worn so many different ways and I personally really like Aritzia's Babaton um contour like tea just body suits actually no that's a lie it's not the contour ones because those I'm not crazy about let me see which ones they are because I have one that's white and it's just like a white tea like crew neck look but it's fitted and um I just absolutely love it so much. Maybe it is the contour, but it's just like the T style. Yeah, I think it is. But if you, Aritzia's are like, honestly, they're about the same price as like Abercrombie's because I know Abercrombie has super similar bodysuits, but I think the Aritzia's are slightly better quality, but they're about the same price as Abercrombie. So you might as well get the Aritzia one. Um, and then I also really, really like um skims bodysuits so i have the skims like essential fits everybody or something like that in black and i love it for work i wear it with my jeans all the time just because it's like such an easy outfit and i wear that bodysuit whether i'm going to work or whether i'm you know going to get a drink going to dinner whatever it is super versatile and i think the bodysuits are just really great for workwear in general like i said because they can be worn so many different ways and in my opinion, if you get a good quality one, they're super comfortable for what they are. 
And the next thing is blazers and or and or cardigans. I say cardigan because I know some people like just get like really cold in an office, so they need a legitimate sweater anytime they're in office. Couldn't be me. I am the sweatiest person alive. But um, I love just like a good lightweight blazer because like I'm not going to be wearing one in the summer here in Houston. It's just way too hot for that. But I typically don't need much more than a lightweight blazer in like the winter and fall too. So I really like just like a lightweight one. So for good blazers, I really like the ones I have from Princess Polly and they like typically go on sale. Um, And they're also just like good price. Like they definitely are like a little bit more expensive, but all the ones I have are like really good quality and they're really cute and they're not like a super worky looking blazer if that makes sense like you can make it look really good without it looking like you're just going to work and like I wear them outside of going to work whereas a lot of other places I wouldn't wear their blazers if I was just like going to dinner or something like that but I love Princess Polly's blazers and also I have a code for Princess Polly if you happen to find one that you like but it's Abby XO if you want to use that for 20% off so not sponsored just shouting it out and you can also get really good ones at Zara. Um, Banana Republic, like, completely rebranded. And their stuff's really good, but it's really expensive. So if you go to Banana Republic Factory, they have some really good stuff. And I got some good, like, just really basic shirts from them for work. And, um, like, linen pants and stuff. So they have some good stuff and good sales. But it's hard getting stuff online like from stores that you don't typically shop at because you just like have no idea what sizing is like so that does suck and then h&m is great of course and i've heard good things about like mango and glass ons but i've never bought from either of them but i will mention them in case you're like really desperate and looking for stuff and the next thing is a reusable water bottle so many people i know like i'll go in office and like my friends will just be like i feel like i never drink any water like when i come in office i'm like you need a reusable water bottle um, I either take my Hydro Flask or my BKR bottle and RIP to my Hydro Flask because I went to get my nails done a couple weeks ago with my friend and for some reason that I do not know, I brought in my Hydro Flask with me. Oh, I know why I brought it in with me because we were going to Pilates class after and it was my very first Pilates class. So I like wanted to make sure I was hydrated going into this Pilates class. So I wanted to bring my water bottle in with me. So I brought my Hydro Flask in with me. And I'm really sad because I don't think they sell the color anymore. And it was like a really pretty lilac lavender color. And even though it was really dented and like beat up, it needed to be retired. But I forgot it at the nail salon. And I called them later that afternoon. And I was like, hey, like I forgot it. Can you set it aside? And I'll come pick it up. I never went and picked it up. And I think about it every time I drive by the place. And I'm like, oh, I just need to run in and grab it. But it's a pain because the place that I went to, they do valet parking. So like I really just want to like pull my car up really quickly and just be like can I please just run inside really fast but I don't want to like block anybody in the parking lot and it's also just embarrassing at this point to go in there and try to ask for it because they probably threw it away or they probably just kept it for themselves at this point because it's literally been like three weeks and I still haven't gotten to pick it up but it's embarrassing like I don't know why it's embarrassing for me but I just like don't want to go inside and ask for it and I should have, like, when I was thinking about it the few days after, but I was just, like, so busy and I didn't think about it. Or when I would think about it, it would be, like, on my way home from spin class and they would be closed. So I was, like, crap. I need to, like, leave early for spin one day and just run in and grab it, but I never leave early for spin. Like, I leave early enough to get there, but leaving early, early for spin, no. So 
yeah but i have my bkr bottle and that one's basically like a glass water bottle but it has a silicone sleeve on it and they it's like a very aesthetic looking water bottle so if you don't like the aesthetic of a hydroflask which it's a water bottle and hydroflask work just like really freaking well so you know if that's not your aesthetic then whatever but it they do work really well bkrs are really much more of an aesthetic water bottle so they only go up to like 32 ounces which i don't love because i loved my hydroflask because it was 40 ounces kept my water ice cold straw lid like all the good stuff and my bkr it's a twist cap and it's a glass bottle so it doesn't stay cold as long but it looks really cute and it fits like in my work bag better um and it's just not as bulky it's still a little bulky because i have the 32 ounce one but it's not as bulky as my hydro flask and i just like that it wasn't so freaking clunky and loud every time i like set it down on my desk because it was so annoying when I bring my like hydroflask to work and I would like set it down on the desk. It's just, it's so unnecessarily loud. Like it's literally just embarrassing, but the BKR is really great. Um, I love mine a lot, but I do wish that it was like a hydroflask and could keep water cold longer, but I just, I don't know. It's, it's good enough. Like my water doesn't get hot while I'm in office by any means, but it doesn't stay ice cold. And I don't necessarily always want ice cold water. I only want that like usually, um, with dinner or something so yeah i like my reusable water bottle and bkr also has they have a straw lid it was sold out when i bought mine so i just never i haven't bought it and i don't even know if it's in stock but anyways reusable water bottle is essential so you can stay hydrated whether you're sitting at your desk or at home or if you're in office wherever you are stay hydrated don't let yourself get a migraine and make sure you're drinking your water when i was in office last week and i was working with my team since we were like all at a desk together and in a room together working i don't know why but i like wasn't drinking near as much water and i had the worst migraine both days when i came home after working in office like i literally wanted to just like rip my eyeballs out and i know a lot of it had to do with looking at a screen all day and like really having to like actually use my brain all day long um and being in office with people is such a different dynamic than like working at your computer at home all day because you're like I don't know you have to be more on in a sense and it was just really exhausting and I just had a really bad headache and I know a lot of it was because I didn't drink a lot of water and the next thing is blue light glasses so I didn't have my actual like literal glasses to help me see better during busy season but I did have blue light glasses and I did wear them on my longer days and I do think it made a difference when I did wear them as opposed to when I didn't so I do recommend getting some um there's so many places you can get blue light glasses oh my gosh I have a pair from movement that I like a lot that are really good quality but they're definitely a little bit more expensive um glassesusa.com has like really affordable good styles I have a pair I have a couple pairs from them that I really like um Warby Parker but those are going to be more expensive and yeah there's like lots of different brands that sell blue light glasses nowadays so you can definitely find some the next thing is a reusable bento box for lunches so i got one off amazon i'll leave i'll leave stuff linked down below like anything that i specifically mention i'll leave i say link down below linked in the show notes of the podcast so you guys can check it out but the bento box is everything i haven't used it in a while just because i only go in the office like once a week and i've like had actual lunch plans for going in the office most of those days but i have brought it in the office before and it's just a lifesaver because it's just one small little bento box but the top of it opens like the very top lid and it holds a fork and a spoon and then you can open up like the lid and completely take the lid off 
and it has like a divided compartment thing for like three different little spots and then you can take that out if you want it to just be one big container like if you had like spaghetti or something but if you have like a salad and crackers and hummus or something like that then it keeps your food from touching which i appreciate like i'm not somebody who like won't eat their food if it's touching but especially certain things i don't want it touching and i want it separated so i love it and it's small so like it can fit in my work bag really easily but it still fits a good amount of food and i love that the fork and the spoon come with it it's literally like 12 or 13 dollars i think so i really like it and the next thing is a laptop stand so i don't use this when i go in office but i do use it here at home when i'm working from home and basically it just you set your laptop on this stand and it basically allows for you to have a better posture since it's elevating your laptop to where your wrists are like higher up and you're not hunching over a laptop you're more so like your wrists are elevated and like i when i sit at like a counter or something with my laptop regularly it feels so weird because i'm so used to how it feels at my desk with having it elevated and it does help a lot like i still sit in really weird freaking positions in my chair sometimes i don't know why i do that like does anybody else do that like you sit like a pretzel in your chair basically and you're like ugh, my back and my neck hurt at the end of the day and it's like I wonder why I'm literally sitting like a contortionist or a freaking pretzel in my chair for most of the hours of the day. But anyways, posture wise, I do really well. But what I'm doing with my legs and my hips and stuff, like sometimes it's just like stupid. So, (laughs) Um, but I do really like the laptop stand because it does help me to keep my shoulders back. Like I definitely think I would have a, a really bad hunch if by now if I didn't have that laptop stand and you can get it for like I think it's probably around like $25 on Amazon but seriously so much better for your posture so I highly recommend investing in that if you use a laptop at all for work the next thing is a hatch alarm clock okay I say this because it is like just changed my life with being able to wake up in the morning and like actually feeling well rested um basically it's imitates a sunrise um so it'll gradually get brighter and then it you can i think you can change the time increment maybe you can't i don't know i don't know you can't i don't know but um so like say i wanted to wake up at seven o'clock then i would set my alarm for seven o'clock and at 6 30 the light would turn on but it starts as like a very dim you know low light and it just gradually gets brighter like the sun does when it rises. And at 7 a.m. it's at its brightest point. And at 7 a.m. is when the sound would go off. And you can choose the sound and you can choose like the color of the light. Um, I have one that like starts as like a reddish orange. And then it kind of just turns into like a bright sunlight kind of look. And um, I really like it. And it's just helped me so much because I very rarely sleep up until the alarm time goes off because it just kind of like wakes you up in your natural like lightest cycle of sleep and I just really really like it and I also love using it like at night to like calm down and like have a red light and I just think it's a really really great alarm clock especially if you don't sleep with your phone next to your bed which I still do and I'm I really need to just not do that anymore because I do end up snoozing it sometimes, which I don't end up snoozing the alarm. Like I'll just turn it off and then I'll like set a 10 minute timer or something, but I hate doing that because it makes me feel so much more tired. So I want to be better about like just putting my phone on the other side of the room and like actually getting up. But during busy season, I was so good about like not snoozing and sleeping in, but something about the summertime just makes me lazier and I'm just like, 
oh, like, I just want to sleep a little bit longer because I can. I don't, I don't need to have my super long, slow morning routine this morning. And then I always end up regretting it. So I really, really like the hatch alarm clock and I think it's worth it. And I think now they let you pay, like, they changed their pricing model. So instead of buying the hatch alarm clock for like $100 or however much money it was and not having to buy the subscription to the hatch app, because like you can use the hatch app if you have the thing, but you used to not have to have the subscription. And the subscription just gives you access to like more sounds and wake up sounds and just things like that. But I think now they will give you the device for free if you just pay for a subscription monthly which I think it's like any between 10 and 20 dollars a month I think it's 20 dollars a month so in the long run you're paying more I guess than you would be if you just bought the hatch thing and didn't have a subscription but I feel like most people who buy it probably end up getting the subscription anyways I did but that's just me so um I mean hey it's like four coffees a month so I don't know. (laughs) Think about it, but it's a really good product. And the next thing is to have a to-go coffee mug. I use like one of the corksicle pint glasses right now, but I it it's not or I shouldn't say glass, but it's like a thermos, pint-sized thermos. And I need to stop using it. Like it's really great if you're just like carrying it and at home, but I can't stick it in my bag because like at the end of the day after I finish my coffee, unless I like go rinse and dry it out, which I'm not gonna freaking do. Um, I guess I could, but I if I set it in the bag and even if I like shut the lid it always is gonna leak that one last little drop of coffee out so I hate that but I do love my cork cycle because it keeps my coffee really hot but I've seen ads for the brewmates pint cup I think is I think it's a pint cup I don't know but it looks so good because it has a lock lid so you can literally turn it upside down and it won't leak so I'm like I could literally stick that in my bag like full probably and as long as it's like sitting upright nothing like causes the lid to like pop off but like it would not spill and that's so nice so I really want one of those and those aren't that expensive I just like haven't gotten myself to buy it yet um so that's a really good option but there's also those like little silicone collapsible mugs so like they're a silicone material and they look kind of funny and I know Amazon has them but um you like put your coffee on them and then you drink them and then when you're done you can literally just like flatten it into like literally just like this flat little silicone thing kind of like a collapsible dog water bowl like I have a collapsible water bowl for my dog when we go on walks at silicone um so I can collapse it into like a little square and it just like sticks in my little lululemon fanny pack and yeah super easy but I have this for coffee mugs too if you didn't know and the next thing is an extra phone charger that can work in your car and I say this because it's not really as much of an issue now but especially if you commute um you definitely want to have a phone charger in your car because you don't I don't think it's ever really safe to like be commuting somewhere and to have a dead phone because you never know when you'll be in an emergency I remember in my internship in 2018 when I was interning in downtown Houston we went on a field trip and my phone had died um because my phone at the time just sucked like the battery like was literally horrible and I think I didn't plug my phone in that night or something so it only got the charge on the way there and my phone charger was broken um wasn't really working in my car like it would only charge like one percent every like five minutes or something and we finished the field trip and I was going to my boyfriend's family's house in Sugarland later that day and I didn't really I like knew I could get there but I didn't like feel super comfortable just like driving you know almost an hour without a 
like a working phone. So I had to walk to a Verizon store downtown, which was thankfully not very far, but it was still sketchy. And I had to get a phone charger, which I still have to this day and still works really well. And I was really pissed because it was like a $40 phone charger, but I would have spent probably over $100 on phone chargers if I just bought the cheapest one at this point. But I've had this one since literally 2018 and it's still working really great. So um, I'm glad I have it, but I have to recommend like definitely having one. And it also would suck if your phone died and you like couldn't listen to music and you had to listen to the radio or something. Like I... I cannot stand listening to the radio personally, but that's just me. Um, so you want to make sure you have a phone charger. And the next thing is a good chapstick. I just think it's so essential to have this in your bag because having chapped lips is one of those things, especially when you're like at your job. Once you like recognize and feel that your lips are chapped, it's like all you can focus on, at least for me. And then I like start to like think about it and like bite at my lip or like pick it. And it's just like so bad. Um, and I always like for my lips to be like nice and hydrated and I'm like usually very on top of making sure I always have chapstick and I'm always putting it on like I put chapstick on all day every day but my lips still get dry somehow so I definitely recommend getting yourself a good one to keep on you just so you don't get uncomfortable in that sense um I use the Brazilian bum bum the Sol de Janeiro that scent of the chopstick because it came in a gift set I got for Christmas but there are so many great ones out there I really loved the hemp's chopsticks but I don't think they make them anymore so RIP to those and I really liked them so that really sucked but there's even just like a little aquaphor tube does the job love a good aquaphor tube the next thing is a good pair of headphones that you love could be your apple headphones with wires that come with you know the old phones it could be a pair of airpods over the ear headphones whatever I personally use my AirPods and I've had my AirPods for a while now, like pretty much since they came out and I love them. I still, I mean, I use them at work for like to connect to my computer when I have meetings and I'm like in office because I don't want everybody to like have to hear my computer and everything. Um, And I just think they're really great to have and really honestly great for like focusing too um, if you're wanting to focus on something. And the next thing going off of that is to have like this isn't necessarily a product, but I guess this could go in the next section, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it since I just mentioned the AirPods. Having a good like podcast that you like to listen to to help you work when you have like more mindless tasks if you work at like an office job. Like there are definitely things that I do at work that I truly feel like I just like can't be listening to music or a podcast because I just really need to be focused on it. But then there's other tasks that like I've done it a million times or it's simply copying and pasting stuff or just something like that where I don't really need to be like so zoned in. So when that's the case, I really like to listen to a podcast and I either listen, I typically will listen to the Skinny Confidential, Manifest with Tori Simone, or um, Melissa Wood Health's podcast. And those are really like the main three that I listen to, but I honestly don't listen to podcasts that much. So I'm always behind on the ones I do listen to. So I haven't really like ventured out and branched out into other ones, even though I know I would love other ones, but I just don't do it because I'm constantly always behind on the ones I do listen to since I don't listen to them weekly and I just have to go play catch up when I'm in the mood to listen to them at work. And if you're not a podcast person, you know, finding a playlist that you really like. I also really wanted to recommend um, listening to brown noise while you're working. Some people like white noise, but I saw the whole brown noise thing on TikTok a while ago and if I'm like really needing the focus, 
or if I'm just feeling like really distracted and like my mind's all over the place, I'll just turn on brown noise and it helps me work so much. I don't know if it's like a placebo thing where you're just like, oh, I, you know, I'm playing this brown noise and it's helping me be more productive because I know it's like supposed to make you more productive. But like, I truly think that it does help, honestly, because I'll just like set my phone down and play it. And sometimes I'll like forget it's playing because it's such a good like background noise and it just really helps me like zone in and focus. And the next thing is something that helps you wake up. So this could be taking a cold shower. It doesn't have to be a product, but I do have products to recommend. Um, It could be like little eye patches that you wear as you get ready in the morning. I really love the Good Molecules brand caffeine like hydrogel patches. They're like $18 and you get like a ton of them. And eye patches are like so expensive normally, which is so stupid because I mean, you're just like throwing them away afterwards and you don't really wear them for like that long, I feel like. But I really like the Good Molecules ones because they just like feel really good on my eyes. And any morning I wake up and I just feel like my eyes are extra puffy and I feel extra tired. I'll slap those on for like the first 30 minutes of my morning while I'm working and they make me feel a lot better. Um, It could be like an ice roller. I love my Skinny Confidential ice roller so much. I definitely don't use it every morning, but I try to use it every morning. And it's just because some mornings I just like forget because it's in my freezer. So it's not right in front of my face. Um, but I do love it so much and that's definitely something that helps me feel awake. I will say though that when I go in office, like nine times out of 10, I do always use it, um, those mornings because I always just like feel like I need something that just sort of like jolt me awake and having an ice cold ice roll on my face definitely does that. Um, so I definitely recommend something that helps you wake up in the morning, whether it's splashing cold water on your face, taking a cold shower, whatever it is. Find something that helps you feel more awake. Maybe it's your cup of coffee. Maybe your cup of coffee doesn't do anything and you need other stuff. That's kind of how I am. Um, So just find something that works for you. And the next thing is just like general refreshing products. And I say this because you never know like when you're going to get in a situation where you just need like a body spray to like freshen up or extra deodorant. I keep extra deodorant in my car in a pouch and I think I have an extra stick in my work bag as well just because some mornings you never know when you're going to be on a rush and out the door and you forget to wear it or maybe you just need to reapply it because you walk somewhere at lunch and it's so freaking hot trust me I get it um you do not want to forget to wear it when you're in office with people or in your workplace with people and having like a little body spray too like seriously can help so much because a lot of times you know Maybe you're walking from your car to your office and you got rained on. You don't want to smell like a wet all day. Whatever it is, it can help. Um, and the last product is a safety device because the world sucks out there, guys. And you want to be safe. Um, so whether that's a pepper spray or whatever it may be that like makes you feel safe. I always carried pepper spray on me in college and I still have it now. Um, but I also have the little birdie, I think is what it's called. And it's basically like this little, um, sound alarm device. And it's kind of just for you to like have on you. It's kind of like a keychain type thing. And they're like really cute. They have like a big gold clip and then they come in a bunch of different colors. And my mom got it for me when we moved to Houston and they're like $30 and they make this like extremely loud sound when you like pull it a certain way so I always keep that on me as well um because you know when you're 
walking alone, whether you're walking into your job or your building or if you're just going to get food, whatever it may be, you want to feel as safe as you can. And like sometimes that means having like an extra device on you for a safety measure um, is the way to go. So I definitely recommend that. And the next part is the habits and routines and tips. Um, So a lot of these things are things you've probably heard me say before because they're things that I like do in my routine. So you've heard me talk about them in like routine style episodes. But first and foremost, I just want to emphasize the importance of having a pretty rigid routine. Um, I think that this is just a recipe for overall success and how you feel and your overall wellness when it comes to having like a structured schedule with work, um, whether that's Monday through Friday job or whatever it may be, because the more your body gets on like a routine and a cycle and a rhythm, the more it just gets used to, you know, what to expect out of each and every day. And you're not going to feel as tired. So I know I used to always talk about in college how I would always feel so tired at like 2, 3 p.m. And like, don't get me wrong, I still have those days now, but it happens a lot less often because I'm on so much more of a strict schedule, like Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, like my days are very, very routine. But then, you know, on the weekends, that's when I allow myself to be more flexible. I'll sleep in a little bit longer. I'll go to bed a little bit later. Nothing like too crazy out of the ordinary, but it's a little bit different. And I notice that I feel more tired on the weekends because of that, I think. But during the week, I don't ever really like feel so tired to the point of like needing to nap like I did in college because I, and I truly believe it's because I'm on such a good solid routine with you know, working out and with the time of day that I eat and, you know, when I wake up and when I go to bed and just my habits overall. So it's really optimized my energy because my body is very used to it and it knows what to expect. So I definitely recommend, you know, finding whatever that routine is for you and sticking to it and staying consistent because it's just going to make things so much easier for you getting through each and every week, especially during those weeks where it feels like the week is never ending or if you just have like a lot of hours to work your routine is going to be what saves you and saves your energy at the end of the day so the next tip i have is smoothies (laughs) smoothies are your best friend when you're working whatever job and you know whether i don't know if you can bring like a little blender to work or something if you have a blender at work but i know a lot of us work from home and for those of us that do making smoothies are so clutch because sometimes I don't really feel like stepping away and eating like a whole lunch and I just want to like keep working so I finish my work earlier or something like that and I drink a smoothie literally every day. Um, My recipe, which I mentioned it in my YouTube videos before and I mentioned it on Instagram, but in case you haven't seen that, I use unsweetened vanilla almond milk and I just use probably about a cup of that, maybe a cup and a half. Um, Half a cup of oats, I either use a a couple frozen bananas like um or not a couple frozen bananas I buy frozen banana slices and I use probably about a cup of those or if I don't have frozen bananas I'll use one ripe banana and ice cubes so you get the idea and then I'll do cinnamon and I'll do pv fit powder so like the peanut butter powder and I do about a quarter cup of that stuff I love it because I just like love the flavor of peanut butter so I do about anywhere from three tablespoons to like a quarter cup it just kind of depends on the day and what I'm feeling And then I'll do a scoop of my JS Health Cinnamon Roll Protein. And it's seriously such a good smoothie. It's like a, just a a really good smoothie because it's like oats, you got the cinnamon flavor from the cinnamon roll, and then you got banana, 
and you got peanut butter and it just all blends really well together and the protein is a vegan protein so i typically i wouldn't want to like drink protein if i'm like not being active and working out because it just like doesn't really sit well with me i feel like but it's a vegan protein so there's it's not like as high of like a protein um what am I trying to say? There, it's not as much protein as like a typical like whey protein powder. And since it's vegan, it just like makes me feel so much better. All whey protein literally like makes me feel nauseous and extremely bloated. For some reason, I've tried like everyone under the sun and like most of them just make me feel bad. And all of them make me feel bad, but some make me feel worse than others. And um, I hate it. So <laughs> I really like that protein and it blends really well in smoothies. So I really, really like that. And um I just think it's so good to have smoothies because they're a great way to like add in, you know, like a ton of nutrients and, you know, get something in without having to like take the time to make something super extravagant. And I love that. So the next thing is to have a clean and decluttered dust space. So as well as just having a dust space that works for you, you know, so like you might need to set aesthetics aside a little bit because you need something that's more functional. If you're going to be at your desk for long hours, you're going to want like a chair that supports that and that kind of thing. Like right now I use my boyfriend's old like gaming type of chair that he had because it's more comfortable than my world market cute chair. Um, and I can't sit in that world market cute chair all day long. Like I can for a couple hours, but not all day long. And I do have a standing desk, but I'm terrible about using the standing function because I forget 90% of the time that it's a standing desk so I need to be better about that because I always love it when I do use a standing function but I'm always just like forgetting about it and sometimes it's just feels more natural to sit and do a lot of the things on like my keyboard like if I'm using my keyboard a lot in like excel and stuff then it's fine but if you're if you're using a mouse it just it's easier to stand than it is if you're like using a keyboard and standing for some odd reason I don't really know what it is but I think having a clean and decluttered desk space is so so important like don't have a ton of crap on your desk if you can and I try to keep it to a very minimum like level of stuff on my desk I always have like one coaster and a drink whether I always have my water bottle and then like on the coaster it's either like a nice coffee smoothie kombucha something like that and then I have like a little fake plant to give it some sort of life even though it's not actually alive. <laughs> and then I have like a couple little like just notebooks in acrylic little book bookends that I got off Amazon because um, I didn't want anything to take up too much space. So and then I have my monitor, of course, at my laptop and my laptop stand. And that's like all I have on my desk. And I like it to be super neat and just, I don't like there to be a lot of clutter because the more clutter there is, the more dust dust that will accumulate, especially in places that you can't really get. So it's just better to do things that way. And I also recommend actually working from, you know, a designated space each and every day as much as you can so that you're not blending your work and your rest spots. Because that's what I'm struggling with now with my workspace just being super messed up and just not really having, you know, a designated room, I guess, to work in. It's just really, really hard um, because anytime I'm in my living room, like I have work subconsciously in the back of my mind because my desk and my computer is literally sitting right there. So, you know, don't work in your bed if you can avoid it. I know it's like easy to, but I like hear people say all the time that they just like work from their laptop in bed. And I'm just like, I, that, yeah, that sounds nice, but like, oh my gosh, no, because then, you know, you're bringing your work into where you rest and that's just like not good for keeping things separated in my opinion so you want to keep things as separated as possible 
Um, so the next thing is to take advantage of any health and wellness benefits your company has and definitely look into them. Um, I know that this is probably a lot more common if you work at like a lot bigger of a company just because they tend to provide like those types of benefits and like it's not as common I feel like as like a really small company to have like an expansive amount of um very specific health and wellness benefits because I feel like it you know like big four firms like you've really got to wow your employees with you know the benefits especially like the health and wellness ones because you know you know you're going to be working like long hours during busy season so you want to have those benefits so like for me like I take advantage of gym pass which is so incredible because I get I pay you know however much I want to a month because they have different plans and I pay for the plan that allows me to go to spin Pilates yoga like all kinds of different places as much as I want to during the month for $120 a month and that might sound like a lot but being able to go to like these nice studios that would cost me way more than that to go unlimited every month I'm able to go to all of them as much as I want a month and I only have to pay $120 whereas I couldn't even go to I couldn't buy four individual classes to my spin studio for less than $120 so literally it's an incredible deal so I make sure I take advantage of that and you know a lot of people don't realize it like sometimes you just have to ask your HR like hey like what are are there any like extra benefits we have you know in regard to this and we have so much outside of gym pass that's available to us as well like reimbursement for certain things for like a lot of different stuff related to health and wellness and just overall well-being um that's super beneficial so you know definitely take advantage of that and the same thing for like my me going to therapy like I wouldn't have probably bitten the bullet and gone to therapy this year if I didn't get it for 25 free sessions a year through work. So I'm super grateful for that, trying to focus on the good there and definitely look into that and take advantage of it because, you know, you don't, like, why would you not take advantage of something that's, like, being offered to you, like, that is that incredible? Um, You know, don't let it slip you by. I mean, obviously, if it's, like, not that big of a difference as opposed to, like, what you're already doing, and you like what you're doing already more don't worry about it but like if you have I don't know just explore your options see what's available to you and take advantage of it if you can because you know it's there for you to use so you might as well use it the next thing y'all heard me say before but waking up and going to bed um right around the same time or at the same time every day this is what I meant by having like a rigid routine I mean like you know winding down at the same time every day like trying to eat around the same time every day and you know trying to work out at the same time every day if you can and just really like waking your body up around the same time and putting your body to rest at the same time because it makes a world of a difference because your body's going to get used to it it's going to like get on the clock and get on the cycle and you're going to feel so much more well rested if you do so and you will feel tired way less often if you do this trust me um and the next thing is to have a go-to coffee to make at home and the reason i say this is because if you're somebody who typically likes to grab a coffee on the way to work you never know when you're going to be running late and you don't have time to stop and get one and it's going to ruin your day because you can't stop and get a coffee so you want to have one that you can make at home that is like a go-to for you for me personally i either do the trader joe's ready to drink cold brew um so it's like already diluted and it's like the one that's like not super concentrated and they sell it like on the shelf um it's like in black and red packaging and i do it with a little bit of the trader joe's brown sugar oat milk creamer or i'll do my starbucks blonde espresso roast 
um, pods for my Virtuo Nespresso machine. I'll do two of those and I'll just brew them into a little blender bottle. I'll let them sit for like a few minutes while I like make my breakfast or whatever. Then I will um, add ice to the blender bottle and then I do um, the oat, like the brand milk, the oat milk from them. Um, I'll do a little bit of that, and then I'll do a splash of the Alfred's vanilla bean syrup, like a very small splash. Or if I don't have that, I'll do a splash of whatever creamer I have, which is either Planet Oats um, oat milk creamer and vanilla or caramel, or the Trader Joe's brown sugar oat milk creamer. And then I'll shake it all up in the blender bottle and pour it in a cup, and it's like a shaken espresso at Starbucks, basically. So I really like doing that, and it's really, really good. Um, so highly recommend that and just having like a go-to coffee is like always nice. So you can have something that you know you can make, you know how to make, you can make it quickly and still get your caffeine that you need in the morning. And the next thing is to have a fail-proof makeup routine, skincare routine, and hairstyle. And the reason I say this is for the same reason I said the coffee. You never know when you're going to be in a huge hurry and you you just need to do something that you know, you know where the products are at, you know that you can just grab them and go and get it done quickly and for me personally I like never wear makeup to office and I just do my skincare which is my hyaluronic acid from the ordinary I'll like get my face sweats with my La Roche-Posay thermal water spray that all over my face then do the or- uh, the ordinary's hyaluronic acid and then I'll typically do some of the COSRX snail mucin or mucin however you say it and then I'll put on um I'll mix together the super goop uh, glow screen sunscreen and then the drunk elephant debronzy bronzing drops put that on my face then i'll do the clinique eye cream whatever's in like the pink tub i don't know the exact name of it um but it's super hydrating and then i'll throw on brow gel and that's literally it so i know that i can like do that in under five minutes and be ready um so that's like my fail proof routine i'm not gonna be like trying a new product or like trying to search for something in my makeup bag like it's all in my drawer. It's easy to grab and make sure all of those products you have easy to grab and easy to access so that you can get it done quickly and you're not having to dig around in a bag or something for the products. And for my hairstyle, I have like a few like go-tos like if my hair just like looks like utter crap, but I try to always wash my hair before I go in office, um, like the night before, like the day before so that I know I'm not really going to have this problem. But sometimes that doesn't happen. So I either will do like a claw clip situation. I'll pull half of it back in like a little clip or I'll do just like a low ponytail or bun or something. But if it's really bad, I'll throw my hair in a ponytail if it's like natural and curly. And then I'll use my Bondi Bondi Boost like hair crimper waver thing. And I'll just crimp the pieces of the ponytail. And it takes me like 10-ish minutes to do that. Um, And then I take the ponytail out really carefully and just kind of like shake my hair out. And it kind of just like revives my curls if they look like crap. Um, And sometimes I have to touch up like the front pieces. But if I don't have time to do that, then I'll just do the ponytail. And then I'll pin the front pieces back to where it's like half up kind of. So I really like doing that because that's like really quick and easy. And the next tip is to find something that helps you escape from the real world. Whether that's, you know, a workout, um, it's reading, it's definitely reading for me and it's also working out, but something that like keeps your hands busy so that you are pulled away from your phone and your computer and anything that you can access social media or your work emails or anything on something that keeps you occupied. Ideally, it could be a TV show, but I don't like to say TV or movies because 
that puts you in a position where like you could still be on your phone and multitasking so something that truly like sucks you out of your like real life reality so I love reading for that reason because it keeps my hands busy I am you know only focused on the story in front of me and that's that so I definitely find having that to escape to is so important when you work a job that can be really draining and I know all of us probably think our jobs are draining at some point or another so having something you can rely on to be your sort of safety net when you're feeling that way is really really great and the next tip is to practice gratitude and I say this because being a corporate employee um, especially an employee in general but a, a corporate employee especially is exhausting because it can put you in this position of feeling like you aren't contributing to anything and you aren't making a difference and you just feel like a little ant or like one one in a million people that are doing something and you can just spiral really quickly into dwelling on the negatives and just feeling like nothing you do matters and that's like a really just like slippery slope and just like a dangerous way of thinking and it can be really easy to fall into that sometimes but practicing gratitude as much as you can is the best way to go about you know keeping those thoughts mitigated because like for me for example you know when I'm struggling because I'm having to work weekends or extra long hours whatever it may be I'm like I'm so thankful that you know I still have like gym pass and I can like go to all my spend classes for a lot cheaper and I'm thankful that I have therapy so I can go complain about this later um I'm thankful that you know I can work from home or I can work in office and it's up to me and nobody's like making me feel bad about working from home So just really focusing on those things can help. And granted, like, I do think that, you know, everybody, like, thoughts and feelings are justified and warranted for sure when you're feeling that way and feeling negative about your job. But just make sure you don't let it consume you, I guess is what I want to say. Like, don't let it get to the point where it just absolutely consumes your entire being to where you, like, feel like you can't be happy in other areas of your life because you're so so dwelling on all of the negative so just focusing on the positive as much as you can um, and practicing gratitude for what is good is really helpful and the next thing is to find a workout or form of exercise you enjoy that keeps you wanting to go back for more and I say this because when I did strength training like I felt like a lot of the times like when I first started doing it yes I like really did want to go back and like I always wanted to go back But it got to a point where I was going just because I felt like I had to go. And that wasn't good. Um, And it's not sustainable to do that. So find something that, like, you always want to go back to. And you're not wanting to go back to it because it's going to make you look a certain way. You're not wanting to go back to it because it's, you know, you feel like you have to. Just something that you truly want to go to because you just want to be there. And you want to do the whatever it is maybe you don't want to do the workout but you just want to be in that environment and that's how I feel about spin right now like it's seriously just like the one thing I know that I like am always gonna feel good when I come out of it and like I just always love going because it's just such a positive environment for me and that's what I need at the end of the day and I just I love it so that's what it is for me and that's like the one thing that I always am finding myself wanting to go back to and revisit so Find whatever that is for you and like don't get frustrated if you don't know what it is. It's going to take you trying something for a few weeks, maybe even longer than that for you to want to because I was never the type of person, which if y'all listen to the podcast for a long time, like 
I used to say I will never be able to do more than like one spin class a week because I just don't think it's for me. Like I enjoy it. I think it's good cardio, but I never thought I could go more than once a week. And now I go three to four times a week. So it took me like over six months to get to this point. And it's because it took me six months to like actually feel like I knew what I was doing in spin and like be good at it to an extent. And I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm the best spin. That's not what I'm saying. I just like actually know what I'm doing and I can like stay on rhythm and like stuff like that so for the most part most of the time (laughs) um so because of that I feel a lot better going and I like want to go because it just I I feel more confident because I know what I'm doing and because I went consistently because I showed up for myself and went multiple multiple times and you know it took me going once a week for six or seven months for me to get to the point of being like oh this is something I like I, I want to start coming more because I felt more confident in it and that's the thing it's going to take some time and a lot of people don't realize that like you can't just give up if you don't like it right away even if it's a week or two weeks or three weeks it may take a little bit so don't give up even if it's only going once a week to whatever it is but it's going on a walk once a week you're eventually going to get to a point where you f- you figure out what things are for you and what things aren't and last but not least I want to emphasize utilizing some sort of note-taking system for your job i use OneNote on my computer for work um i just think it's way easier to stay organized virtually especially across a lot of different projects um as compared to if you're using a notebook when i first started work i like was taking all my notes in a notebook and that was fine but it was just like so chaotic and like going back and rereading my handwriting and i didn't know why i like wrote certain things and I couldn't find certain things so it was just really hard so now I use OneNote and I basically have like my work notebook and then I'll make different tabs within the notebook for each like client I'm on basically and then within that tab you can do like subsections or whatever and break that tab down into smaller subsections and I use OneNote for like everything so I have like how to do certain things completely outlined like when I was slow for a little bit in between busy season and like summertime starting I went through like my emails of people telling me how to do certain things or I outlined myself how to do certain processes so I wouldn't have to like ask someone the same question twice and in case I'm having to work with a new intern or a new staff later on down the road and they need help with something I can just screenshot it and send it to them as opposed to like having to take the time to type it up a million different times I have it already typed up like all the instructions on how to do something for the most part and I have that outlined for a lot of stuff not every single thing I've done but for a lot of stuff and then I also use it for like to-do lists and um, questions to ask and I can like highlight them if I've like already asked them or you know whatever like I have like whole system for all of that Um, or even progress updates for a project so like if I'm working on like something in an excel workbook and there's like a bunch of different tabs in the excel workbook i'll like start a new subsection within that project's little tab of the notebook and i'll title the subsection the same title as like the excel workbook i'm working on and then i'll just kind of like a make a bulleted list and you know kind of bullet out each workbook tab and be like okay this is i have a question if i have a question on the second tab then I'll you know put that question under the second tab of my bulleted list or if there's something I want to take note of or something I'm unsure of I can just keep track of all of it there and I just think it's so helpful because it helps you stay so organized and people appreciate that because you know you're not having to ask you know 
questions that you've already asked before or you know it's just easier because you stay more organized so it makes things a lot more efficient when you're trying to like send people the questions you have on something and you have somewhere to go to like where you've documented everything when you need to and keep track of like all of your to-do lists and it's like definitely really helpful when you're working on like a lot of different stuff which that's kind of how things are in big four like you with most people for the most part I would say you're like working on like a lot of different stuff so it's hard to keep track sometimes and that's like a really good way to keep track so this episode's so long I feel like I feel like I've been talking for forever and I had to take a quick break earlier um so I feel like I've been doing this for so long but thank you so much for listening I hope that this was like insightful and helpful to any of you who like you know just working some sort of a structured job and especially those of you who are in the corporate lifestyle and you know that kind of thing um hopefully it was helpful and just kind of inspired you for work I just I needed something to like inspire me because I was just feeling really down you know so (laughs) I hope you all enjoyed it but be sure to follow in bloom podcast on instagram it's just at in bloom podcast and join the in bloom podcast facebook group and I will talk to you all next monday